Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the First in Orange podcast brought to you by Denver Post. This is Kyle Newman joined by my colleague Parker Gabriel out here in Dove Valley. Just another day in the sun, uh, a couple <laughs> days after Nathaniel Hackett was canned the day after Christmas. Cole in his stocking after the uh, just the blowout loss in Los Angeles to the Rams. And here we are on Wednesday. Jerry Rosberg just took the podium for a very intriguing about half an hour introductory presser. Gave a longer introductory statement than Nathaniel Hackett did when he was introduced. Um, spent minutes lauding the operation of this 4-11 and 11 football team. But we'll get to that. We'll get to previewing the Chiefs game and, of course, some predictions here on a quick, heavy-hitting edition of the First and Orange podcast. So, top of the show, Rosberg, what were your initial impressions? And especially, uh, talked about the personnel moves, too, and, and dunked on Dwayne Stooks. Uh, you know, don't let the door hit you on the way out there, right. Dwayne. Yeah. Uh, and also talked about Butch Berry. In the changes at O-line. Yeah, well, it was very interesting. I mean, like, like you say, Kyle, I mean, Jerry Rosberg talked for uh, almost a half an hour. Um, and I think it's he's a career special teams coordinator, basically, who now is a head coach for the next two weeks, interim head coach. And um, it was sort of like we got his a little bit of his biography, and uh, I think you get a sense – for his reverence of the NFL, um, very clearly. I mean, he was retired, and it wasn't like he'd been retired for three months. Like he hadn't coached in a while, right? When George Payton called him in week three and said, "Hey, will you come up and help with game management?" So, um, you know, he thanked a lot of people. He talked about a lot of people, uh, and then he basically said, "You know, we're going to try to win two football games." So it was very interesting. He's sort of a, he's sort of a fascinating guy. At least that's what it. Uh, that's what it seemed like. Based Definitely on, a company man, though. Like, hey, you know, ownership and Penner was like, hey, we can rely on this guy yeah, to kind of right. take over, not cause any wave these last two weeks, try and be competitive, even though they won't. We'll probably we'll get to that. Yeah, but. and he's serious about. I mean, I think you could tell that he's very he's very serious about it. Like, right. you're not at any risk of him just being like, yeah, there's two weeks left, and yeah, yeah guys, just um and grow grateful for the opportunity. Yeah. Like you said, you yeah. know, forty some years in the NFL or coaching, should I say? Right. Um, and associate and, head coach to the in the Ravens organization. Yeah, now he now he's like in September. He was he was said he was sitting on his deck drinking coffee, looking out over the lake, and now he's the interim head coach of the Denver Broncos. Just so very, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, it's four very, and eleven. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, it's very weird. But you know, look, I mean, uh, it uh, it's happened, and this is the this is the way it's going to be here for the next couple of weeks, and so we'll see um, how much more we we learn about Jerry Rosberg over the next um, you know ten days. First Orange podcast out here in Dove Valley, Kyle Newman, Parker Gabriel. So looking ahead to this Sunday at Arrowhead Stadium and the Broncos, depending on the sports book, you're looking at anywhere from 12 to 15 point underdogs after coming off that shellacking to the Rams. And I mean, what do you make of this matchup? Is Do we even need to waste our breath? Uh, and Jerry Rosberg, you know, made a a pretty good crack like hey welcome to the nfl your first game against andy reed in the chiefs so and the chiefs happen to be also starting to roll getting red hot still something to play for yeah, need to win yeah need yeah. to win and hope buffalo loses to reclaim that top spot and home field advantage throughout the playoffs and the bye right, right? yeah and, and not only all of that but it was three weeks ago that they watched a 27 point lead against this team almost evaporate so you're not going to like score four touchdowns and then say, Hey, 
we're good, we can coast. They just saw a big lead disappear against Denver. And so it all – it has all of the ingredients of, uh, you know, an epic blowout. Um, and, I, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I, I do think that's what's going to happen. And, and it's got – really nothing to do with Jerry Rosberg or, 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 you know, anybody else that's left in the building staff wise is just the sort of cold reality of, of the NFL. I do wonder, Kyle, should we, should we talk a little bit about, and we don't normally recap, but just about the last couple of days since the head coach was. Yes. Yeah, so let's look back a little bit. You know, as we mentioned at the top of the show, the head coach was fired, just the fifth coach yeah. in NFL history to not make it through his first full season and, you know, the most recent ones had off-the-field uh, stuff, i.e. Urban Meyer. So, boy, just disaster at every turn. I mean, what what do you make of the very short and sour Nathaniel Hackett era? Yeah, well, it clearly, I mean, it didn't go the way anybody thought it would. Uh, you know, most of all, Nathaniel, and then probably second on that list, George Payton. Uh, I think, like, 1A, George Payton. Yeah, right. I mean, maybe, yeah. I think maybe Nathaniel... That intro presser day, he's like, man, I feel like this is a dream. You know, like maybe, yeah, he was highly coveted, but boy, he got to the job. He's like, wow, I can't believe it. Yeah. Now, George, or yeah, George was like, oh, this is the guy. This is the guy. Oh, right. wait, this isn't the guy. Week one, this isn't the guy? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Right. And, and you know, he lost 10 of 12. And I think it certainly looked like unless they had they beat the Rams and played, you know, kept the 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 Chiefs close and beat the Chargers and maybe maybe this would be a different story in terms of Hackett coming back it's certainly the odds have been for several weeks here you know that that he was not going to make it past year one but you know Greg Penner said yesterday flat out that they were not expecting to make this change after that game it's just 51 to 14 and not only that but the the sideline you know scuffles um you know the, the just the abject sort of disaster yeah. the game was randy gregory you know two personal fouls and a post-game fight and 11 snaps i mean it just it it was the first time kyle even for as bad as they've been and for as bad as they've been on offense and for as much as russell wilson struggled and for as much as they've been you know decimated by injuries and for every single thing that's gone wrong this year it was the first time in the entire season that it looked like the guys just would rather have been anywhere else completely and, and unhinged that, that yeah. cost that that cost him his job then. It, it wasn't the only factor in him getting fired, obviously, but it's the reason why they did it when they did. Change in facial hair could not bring any luck to Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> the down the stretch was of the season. Yeah. yeah, it was very short-lived. So, and I, we'll go into coaching candidates here in a couple weeks once we get into the offseason and start diving into that. But, I mean, what is there to prove uh, this Saturday? Because, I mean – Nathaniel Hackett was a problem, but he wasn't the problem. Uh, and you can't cut the quarterback, obviously. We all know with all that guaranteed money, which would be a historic dead money hit if the Broncos did that. So whoever's coming in next has to fix Russell Wilson. Can Russell Wilson use these next two weeks as a preview for, hey, no, hey, I, I'm good. I'm uh, I, The revival's right here. And Rosberg indicated today, Russell Wilson is our quarterback. Sorry, Brett Rippin. Yeah, I think well, I mean, there's not – to answer your sort of your first question, like there is almost nothing to play for that's that's tangible the next two weeks. I mean, they're obviously out of the pride. Playoffs. How about breaking a 14 yeah. game well, losing streak? That's exactly right. That's that's one. That's one. And then the other one, like I'm the thing that the thing that will drive my interest on on Sunday against Kansas City, and then the next week against the Chargers back here in Denver. I'm just 
I'm interested to see to see if you can if it looks any different in any way. It's not gonna. They're not suddenly going to be a team that can just like waltz to a couple wins or score 35 points or whatever. But like, I think we'll get a sense for how much you know Nathaniel Hackett, for example, if he still had his thumb on the play calling scale um, even after Clint Kubiak took over. Like, did they look more organized on offense? Do they? Do they look more consistent on offense? Do they play better on special teams with Mike Mallory running it? Like, these are things that, you know, it's going to be a small sample size, obviously two games, but I don't know. I mean, there's not much else to, to, you know, but I'm not, but I'm not going to be the person that's like 120 minutes of football and don't, don't, don't care about it because that's the good part of the job, right? For anybody, good part of the job for the players is to play in games. Good player, good part of the job for the coaches is to coach the games and the good part of, of covering the NFL is is getting to go and, and watch games. I'm excited to see the Chiefs offense play. You know? <laughs> That'll be great, that, too. Like, yeah. I yeah. always like watching Patrick Mahomes and potentially the greatest tight end of all time, Travis yeah. Kelsey, work. So that's always fun. We'll see if the Broncos can contain them. I mean, it was a route early, like Parker mentioned uh, a few weeks ago, 27-0, but Broncos came back, lost 34-28. to We'll see if they can – do something here and with special teams i wanted to add real quick mike mallory yes is now the what interim special teams coordinator special teams coordinator i'm not sure if the interim tag is there or whatever but rosberg was basically like yeah i'm hip deep in i'm, I'm running that show you know like yeah. so assistant special teams coordinator mike mallory i'm not sure but i will be interested to see after duncan on stooks uh if there's any tangible improvement and that's right up to the best player on the broncos special teams brandon mcmanus who you know, there's been some blocks, some bad holds, but and he's been asked to make a lot of far kicks. Yeah. But he hasn't had his best year. No, he hasn't. I mean, he hasn't. He's he's missed eight kicks, which I think going into last week was tied for the lead in the NFL. Um, and the other thing is they've just been really bad in kick return, especially. I mean, they have not sprung Montreal Washington one time. And Montreal, you know, he's a rookie. He's made some mistakes. It's certainly partially on him. But they've looked disinterested uh, largely in, in the return game, particularly the kick return game. Punting's been okay. Um, you know, the coverage has been okay. Um, but, yeah, they've been – you know, Rosberg said it today. One of the metrics he looks at, they're, they're, they're last uh, in the NFL. He said we're 32nd by one metric. And he's like, if I'm not mistaken, I believe there's 32 teams in the league. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's – certainly uh will be part of his focus over the last uh, couple weeks and i mean does it matter if they're better i not really but we'll see it would be something sort of interesting to watch at least and then butch berry showing the door after the broncos have given up 19 sacks over the last three games so that's a lot that's a lot of hits on your quarterback quarterbacks uh ripping in there too as well so we'll see if that can uh change against chris jones and co it has to or else Russell Wilson is going to be under siege on Sunday at Arrowhead. This has been the First Orange Podcast brought to you by the Denver Post, Kyle Newman alongside Parker Gabriel. And we will close the show here with our predictions, lest us forget. Uh, you know, we still need to predict. Oh, really? Even yeah, though okay. it's just a formality. Uh, you know, I'm I'm here steaming towards the prediction playoffs with my 12-3 uh, and record, uh, matching Kansas City. So I'm feeling good, and I'm feeling good about this pick too. Chiefs, 38 Broncos 14 late garbage time touchdown gets them to 14. Yeah, I was gonna say this is this this is probably more of like a closest to the pin type of situation right. than it is. Uh, <laughs> you know, what, what's your score for the round uh, yep. in, in this week at least? Yeah, I mean Kansas City 
I think will win. Um, and and I I think that they're going to score as well. Um, you know, so I'll say forty to thirty. First Orange Podcast brought to you by the Denver Post. Head to denverpost.com slash broncos for scouting report and more features analysis heading into week 17 and beyond. Appreciate you listening in to today's show. Kyle Newman for Parker Gabriel signing off. Until next week, folks, take it easy.